You're listening to Five Things with Lisa Birnbach. Hi, I'm Lisa Birnbach. Welcome to Five Things That Make Life Better, which is an optimistic show to help you locate optimism during, in particular, this crazy, weird time in which we live. We're doing our best here. I'm at home broadcasting from the library. And my guest today is Ted Kennedy Watson, who is a fantastic lifestyle expert, purveyor of beauty and wonderful objects in two really famous stores in Seattle, Washington, is the author of Style and Simplicity and New Books to Come, and a friend. So welcome, Ted. It's great to talk to you today. Hey, Lisa, how are you? So good to talk with you. Nice to see you. It's nice to see you because we text one another quite a bit, we and do. it's not quite the same thing. Correct. It's, it's, a, it's always fun just to see the visual and see your happy face. Thank you. And the earrings that I purchased. It. Very nice. They look great on you. Thank I you. love Thank it. You. Yay. So what we're going to talk about today is something very different for this program, especially mm-hmm. because of the visual components. We're going to talk about how to make life more pleasant in quarantine. We're not all technically in quarantine, but yet the CDC recommends that we stay home. I am staying home. I haven't left home in a long time. You have suggestions for how to make home sweeter, more bearable. Tell us what some of them are. Absolutely. Well, my number one thing for um, being at home, and we do this all the time, but this is even more uh, critical now, is come home or when you're at home, light candles. Light candles in the morning. Get up in the morning, and if you're sitting and having your breakfast, light a candle on the table, light a, a taper candle. It's, it just adds a warmth and it just, it makes your house a, a kind of a cocoony nest. So candles are my number one thing. Um, second is, and I know that there's a lot of services that are um, delivering flowers, but you know, there's still, if you can go out and go out to your yard and pick some flowers, but having something fresh in your home, um, having flowers, is just, they're like air to me. Um, they, they just, they add so much uh, to the environment. So those are, those are my two big, um, my two big things. Yeah. Now flowers, I ordered flowers from a service last week yeah. or two weeks ago, and they actually lasted pretty well. Yep. Uh, they weren't the flowers I would have sure. selected. Right. And I saw on your Instagram, which is a very aspirational and helpful Instagram, that you had lilacs. Yeah. And so I wrote to the, my favorite flower. So I wrote to all these delivery places. Right. When will you be getting lilacs? And I heard no lilacs. Oh, really? little, I'm a little jealous um, <laughs> or a lot. But some of them, urban stems, flower box, do you know of any that ship from Seattle to the East Coast? Uh, Gosh, I really don't. Uh, With lilacs, I don't. I do know that, um, actually, he's in New York, but he used to live in Seattle. His name is Lewis Miller. He's the gentleman that does the flower flashes in New York City. Oh, Um, I love those. 
Yeah, so he's a you know an old acquaintance that he used he used to uh, be one of my customers at my showroom um, at Watson County when I first had a wholesale showroom, and I know he's sending out he's doing boxes, and I'm going to say if anyone ha- will do lilacs, it will be Lewis. Uh, I don't know that for a fact that um, that those will be in. But there. he's somebody who is supplying flowers now during yeah, the doing, pandemic, doing, doing weekly boxes. Yeah, exactly that um, ship. Um, or weekly or every other weekly or variety, but they're all the flowers I'm seeing that people are posting from his are just absolutely gorgeous. But back to your thing about the flowers you got and they lasted a long time. A lot of times when florists get flowers, they actually will sit for quite a while. So by the time you get them, they've actually had some life. So when you're getting them delivered to you, you're it's kind of like you're a florist. So you're getting them at the earliest. So it doesn't surprise me that you're getting really good quality ones. With oh, them. great. And of course, one can go out with a mask and gloves to the Absolutely. corner store. Sure, and in yeah. New York, a lot of the bodegas have flowers. Yeah, they have been thing. sitting for a while. So sometimes, yeah. you know, I felt when the flowers came, a kind of renewal. It's oh. corny, but there are people in my building who've tested positive for COVID mm-hmm. and it yeah. feels kind of yeah. low. It's, it's, and then the flowers did magic. Okay. They're an instant pickup. So what what we did is, you know, our niece just left them at our doorstep. So you know, there was still no contact. You know, I'm do I'm still doing things at the shop, but I'm doing all no contact. So I mean, I'm not really I'm not in contact with anyone. So you know, when somebody calls to do a curbside pickup, I open the door, I put it by the door. They get out of their car, they come to the door and pick it up. So if somebody you know that has a big beautiful yard and wants to be out and about, I mean, in Seattle, I mean, people the thing with the no pickup certainly at our store. Is that when I'm talking with people on the phone, they're like, oh my God, I just have to get out of my house for a little bit, you know, so they get in their car, they get a little fresh air and then they go right home. So, I mean, the majority of people that we know, that's the only time that they've left their house is just to either to go grocery shopping or to do a, you know, a quick little errand. But, you know, Seattle was the first one to be hit. And so, you know, we've been taking it incredibly um, seriously here. So, um, you know, I, what, I, like six weeks, right? Seven yeah, weeks? Six weeks? I think March, we got back um, and I think I might to mention this to you, but you know, we were doing a ski trip in Sun Valley with our family, and Sun Valley is actually one of the hardest hit places, which was so odd. Um, so we flew back on March second, um, and I had the store open for a couple more days, and then that's the, uh, so I think March tenth is when we closed the stores. Well, the other stuff let's talk about okay. is people get stir crazy. Yes. So now they have candles. Now they have flowers. Flowers. What else can you do? Uh, and dinner time, you know, oh, or time. people oh. think. So I, so I think this is, well, and I think this is important always, but again, I think when, now that everyone's home so much, um, it's really important to, um, use your good stuff. I mean, I like using the good stuff every day always, but a lot of times people don't. And, you know, they'll have, oh my gosh, my grandmother's China. And, you know, we only use that during Thanksgiving pull that out, be using that. I mean, have your, have your meal on your very, very best stuff. I mean, it's just, if this has taught us anything, it's that time is just hugely precious and um, we shouldn't be waiting for anything. So it's like, drink the good stuff, use the good stuff, you know, don't wait. So, um, so one of my things on my list was polishing silver. So I love, um, we've, I've collected silver and we've had family silver and stuff and, you know, it can just get really, really, you know, even on the shelves out for us to enjoy, it still gets really, 
uh, not great looking. So I'm, I spent one morning just polishing silver and it was incredibly cathartic. One, it made me feel great to be able to look at it with a kind of fresh eyes and, you know, having it just be really beautiful. But it's just the process of doing it. You kind of remember whose piece of silver it was and who gave it to you or where we, you know, we found that in London at, you know, in a flea market. Um, when we used to be able to travel. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It really does. It kind, of, it kind of takes you exactly right. It, it transports you a bit. And that's really how I feel about objects. I mean, I'm in the business of selling things, but I think it's a much deeper level. Um, I think the objects that surround us have tremendous importance and should have tremendous meaning. So now that we're at home, pretty much 24-7 for lots of people, those things reconnect with them. And um, so like you said, absolutely, you know, the things that you, you get on your travels, you know, pick that thing up, look at that. Or if you had some things in a drawer that you haven't had out for a while or in a, in a cupboard, bring that out and it'll, you know, it'll, it'll take you on a little trip. So polishing silver was definitely one of my... Um, you, you know things. what? You're not the first person who's told me about polishing silver. Other friends have said it just was calming. There's something very satisfying about seeing the tarnish just go away. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's, um, it's, you know, seeing something really, you know, just um, marred and then, you know, absolutely beautiful when it's all done. So it's, um, I I think it maybe is a little reflective of what we're hoping for our times. Ted, you were in the news recently, something really crappy happened to you. (laughs) Yes. And you turned it around in a way that very few people have the stamina and guts (laughs) and vision to do. Um, And I was so impressed with what happened and basically your larger shop was vandalized right yeah uh several weeks ago in downtown seattle heartbreaking yes you put so much energy into designing your your window displays yeah absolutely and you're famous for it in the city (laughs) what happened next well, um, so the reason I have my, it's actually a Filson hat, but I wore this in honor because it was actually um, during the course of some of this, I've tried to be very, very positive, but the F word comes out. So I've been wearing, <laughs> I've been wearing my Filson hat in honor, in, in honor of that. So it's, it's my F word hat. It's my F word hat. When the governor, so we, uh, you know, friends that, you know, were friends with him. And so we, you know, we were hearing some news about that, you know, when he was going to call for the stay in place. And, you know, when you own your own business, you really just have to, um, you have to think ahead. You have to kind of, you have to plan ahead. So we bought a pallet of lumber as soon as we heard that, because we were like, you know, both of our stores are in downtown Seattle, which is absolutely gorgeous. And, you know, where we have one, our one shop in the Pike Place Market and the other one at First and Spring. They're absolutely, absolutely beautiful areas. But when things go a little wonky in our city, that's certainly the area that can, you know, be um, a little dicey. So um, so we bought a, a, a pallet of lumber for thinking that at some point we might have to board up. And we've never in our 22 years have ever had to board up our store. But we just felt like if a stay in place is called, which we were 100% behind and super happy that when he called that, it was more, um, oh gosh, you know, then really kind of the bad stuff starts coming out of the woodwork and it's exactly what happened. So I really did not want to board up. So that was, I mean, we really kind of pushed that as far as we could to not doing it. So we had our, you know, windows looked great and, you know, I thought, oh, this will be nice for people that are, you know, out driving around a little bit that, you know, would be a little happy hit. And so it was, I think the... Uh, second or third day after he called the stay in place. And um, 
Uh, I was literally, my head was about ready to hit the pillow. I think it was, um, you know, it was, it was late, you know, late in the night and, um, and my phone buzzed and I was like, no one's calling me this late. It's gotta be my alarm system. And I looked down and it's ADT. And so, you know, there, and so I just instantly pick it up and I go, have the police come now because typically they're calling to see if it's a, a, um, uh, a mistake. Or, you know, like somebody's, um, you know, like I've gone in and I haven't gotten to the alarm in time or whatever. So I was like, no, it's, you know, get the police there. So we live very close to the store. We live 12 blocks from that store. So, I mean, we were there within three minutes. I mean, we just threw our clothes on and just were out the door. And the the really scary part of it is, well, actually, I have um, on my uh, iPhone, I'm able to, um, I have cameras in the store, so I'm able to see the see from my phone. So I could see that no one was in the store, and that'll come back in the story. So we get there, and so somebody had thrown a, um, there, was a there was a work site, Seattle is just, the construction in Seattle is just crazy. Uh, you know, all of it's come to a halt, but you know, there's just, there's hardly a block that there isn't some construction. There are cranes on. everywhere. Oh, there's cranes absolutely everywhere. So somebody had walked by one of those sites, picked up a big piece of lumber and thrown it to our window. So, um, so it, uh, they didn't, I, I think it was just literally an act of just vandalism. They weren't coming in to actually, you know, steal anything. I don't think but, it was personally. Right. I don't know what, no, I, no or your wares. Yeah. No, it for sure wasn't because, um, the reason it took the police an hour to get to me, um, which was the the disconcerting part. And the police have done an amazing job, but it's, you know, it's just, it's thankless. And so there had been that evening four, just, uh, you know, in our several spans of a block of blocks. Um, so I was the fourth one that they were coming to. So they were, right. you know, all those owners. So, um, but my nervousness with that was, well, what if, I had actually seen people in the store. So, you know, Ted and I are zipping down to the store, you know, I'm going to then run into the store with somebody who maybe has a, maybe has a gun or, right. you know, right. or whatever. So it, it really was hugely unsettling. Um, just that like, Oh, if this were to happen again, and it actually was on our, on the side street, it was on spring street. We have big 20 foot glass windows that um, it wasn't one of those windows, but I was like, oh my gosh, you know, if they break one of those windows and, you know, go into the store to, you know, start looting, you know, that's really going to be a deal. So for the next couple of nights, we did not sleep well at all. You know, it was just one of those, it just wasn't great. And then the next night, uh, so we, you know, we didn't board up then. And so the next night we're just not sleeping great. So Ted goes into the guest room to, to read and, and cause I'm asleep and then he falls asleep, but he's just as he's falling asleep, he's like, I think I'm hearing something. He looks out the window in our, uh, in our um, home, the parking is outside um, the back of the building. And so he, we can see out to the, the parking. He's seen someone at our car. And so he comes and wakes me up and he's like, Ted, I think somebody's breaking into our car. So, um, you know, I'm, I didn't hear this. Oh, you didn't know that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, you know, totally naked. I'm sleeping. And I just go to our window. We have these huge windows. I open up the shutters. I fling up the window and I'm like, Get the F out of here, hence my F hat. And so the guy is just, he's, he broke into the car next to ours and ours. Oh my God. And, you know, that was the very next day. So it was just all, and then the very next morning we woke up and Bailey, our pooch, who you know Bailey, our um, little miniature schnauzer, who's 14 and a half, we thought she was either having a seizure or a stroke or it was, it ended up being uh, vertigo. So we, oh. we 
take her to the vet. Dogs can get vertigo? Well, little uh, little dogs in particular, um, when they get older, uh, actually, I shouldn't say a lot of little dogs in particular, because when we looked into it, actually, it's any size dog. Vertigo is really a thing, but you would think that they're having a stroke. So within a course of two days, we have, you know, the, all of this going on. And we were just, we were just like, Elastima. yeah, let's just board these windows up. It's going to yeah. make us feel so much better. Yeah. And, and it did. Um, so then, so we have a boarded up, which is a very expensive, um, you know, for our store, it was $5,000 to, you know, buy the wood, have it put in the I mean, it's a, it's a deal. So, you know, in a time when we've had both stores closed for a month and, you know, blah, 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 which was fine. We we're happy to, that we were able to do it. And then a couple of days later, they were tagged. They were graffiti. Yeah. And um, you know me, uh, you know, we had had the windows beautifully painted with, you know, Benjamin Moore Paint, who, you know, is our, always our sponsor when we're doing um, all of our painting. And uh, um, so the, 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 the wood, it just wasn't plywood. It really looked beautiful. It looked very in keeping with the historic building, blah, blah, blah. And it really just, it really bothered me. It was one of those things. It was like, it just looked so kind of. Well, you were uh, trying so hard to beautify downtown right. Seattle. Yeah. Yes, You're yes. a good guy. You have a an honest, small business. Right. You care about your community. And Absolutely. it's just like an FU and another yeah. FU. <laughs> it was. And so, it probably wasn't the same vandal who did it. Yes, no, I, I, no, I had different no. art forms. One one graffiti absolutely so um so then uh because it's a historic building um the uh you know i was just like oh because i was i was seeing a lot of people that were boarding up were having different artists come and do the things and and i liked a lot of it but there was just a lot of it that was maybe a little more um edgy than what i was wanting you know than the message that i mean to me because, you know, the business is my name. Um, it's hugely personal. You know, there's just very little that crosses anything in our in, in my business that doesn't have my stamp on it. Right. And so we have a really, uh, her name is Chelsea Swan. She's one of our fabulous um, employees. And she's um, a decorative artist and she does calligraphy in the store. And she's, so she's hugely talented. So I came up with the message. I, I really wanted, I really wanted the boards to have a message. And then she painted these beautiful, um, I took a Matisse quote, which I absolutely love. Um, and so she painted flowers because it's about flowers. And so she painted those on the boards and they just, they really looked absolutely, they look absolutely beautiful. So it's very much in keeping with kind of what's going on. So to date and knock wood, um, I guess there's a unspoken thing in the um, the graffiti world that you don't mess with another person's art. So we shall see. I'm, I'm, I'm learning all these things as we go. So um, they, they're looking pretty great, but yes. Uh, so my thing with it is during all of this, and I think I'm a fairly um, optimistic person uh, mm-hmm. but to really um, to really look for the silver linings to um, you know if we're healthy that's the number I mean that to me is the number one thing and keeping everyone healthy we have this woman Erica Fabis woman who um, works for me um, who has I've not heard the saying but you know making lemonade out of lemons and I've used it a lot over the last month is that you know we're, we're it's this is not a great situation for you know anyone um, there's just a lot going on in the world but you know we're, we're trying to make the very best so I think that applies to being at home as well. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And how do you spend your time when you're not preparing packages for yeah. customers? Yeah. How do you and Ted spend your time at home? Are you binge watching a lot of stuff? 
we are, well, um, yes and no. Um, we're definitely, uh, oh gosh, you know, I do a lot of stuff on social media, so I'm, I'm definitely, you know, I, I find that interesting. I'm reading a lot. We're cooking a ton more. Um, uh, I don't, you know, not only is toilet paper, um, a, you know, a thing where, you know, you go to stores and you don't see toilet paper. I've been on the hunt this week for um, uh, dish detergent, like the, everyone, all that for dishwashers, you know, right. that, um, so I actually found some yesterday at our little, um, I, uh, I had to go get a prescription filled. And so at that uh, drugstore, they had some um, detergent. So, you know, um, washing dishes a lot, uh, but um, we're really just talking to family a lot, um, reading, um, napping. I'm a, I'm a big, I love a great nap. And, um, and to me, I think, you know, staying healthy, you know, being really well rested is just key. Um, and then we're doing lots of cocktails as well. So that, that's, um, that's on my, that's my on, my, life. on my list. <laughs> my life. Well, Ted, this has been a wonderful chat and it's yeah. time now for yeah. your five things. Oh my gosh, Lisa, that went so fast. I didn't even really hardly get to much of my list, but yay. Okay. Well, good. <laughs> well, you know, we, it, uh, oh, when no, you're I'm, having fun, it goes fast. I know it really does go fast. It totally, totally does. Okay. My top five things. Yes, I have it up. Okay. Number one. Yes, is my husband. Um, and even after 32 years, he is still who I would choose to shelter in place with. Is is um, I, I feel very lucky every day. We we really enjoy each other's company, and um, you know we're together 24 seven. So, um, so this time is quite testing for relationships, and it's, it's wonderful how you two have each other's back. Yeah, absolutely. Side. Yeah, <laughs> all of it. Exactly. Yeah, all of it. All <laughs> of it. Number two, of course, is our pooch Bailey, uh, and I. Who just, is I, fine now? He's fine. Yeah. So it um it's really interesting. I mean, literally. I mean, she could barely stand. She did this really weird head tilt. I mean, it was really now looking back on it, it was. I mean, she just you know she just you know must have been really. And oh, and they bought you. They they do an instant vomit. So it's you know they're just because they're really their stomach's upset. So she's doing great. So I um I feel this incredible privilege to be able to take care of her. You know, I think when a dog gets older, you know, you you watch them be able to do so much less than they were able to do. I mean. Her hearing is completely gone. Uh, her sight is going. Um, and yet, you know, there's still so many, um, you know, every once in a while, you'll see this little puppy in her. And um, so anyway, I, I, I feel incredibly fortunate to be able to have her with us. You know what? So one of the nice things that's happened in this country is that um, uh, rescues are way oh. up. People oh my God. rescuing like it, crazy, fostering like crazy. Oh. It's so fantastic. I saw yeah. this amazing video where it was um, it was this shelter and it was all the people that worked in the shelter and they were standing in front of the cages. You might have seen this one too. I and did. it was the first time it was completely empty. And I mean it's that is just so incredibly heartwarming and so cool. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty great. And actually you've met my friend De- uh, wait, uh, no Matt. You know, you've met have you ever met Matt? The uh, um, Matt and Devin, they live in your hood. No. Uh, You've no. never met that anyway. They uh, they have their country home is um, up in uh, Putnam County, about an hour out of the city. And just literally before we started this, he sent me a text and um, with a picture of the pooch that they just. Um, oh, oh, so, nice. Are yeah. you thinking of getting a playmate for Bailey now that she's 
No, we, you know what, um, we've always been, we had a kitty for 14 years before we had Bailey and then uh, uh, Georgia left us and then, um, and we got Bailey and Bailey, I think would be like, are you kidding? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Who's that? I am not the center of the, uh, so, so no, um, no, I, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. So it's, it's just about Bailey. <laughs> All about Bailey. Yeah, exactly. Number three, which you mentioned earlier. Yeah, flowers, exactly. Flowers are just, again, uh, uh, they just, uh, they're a huge pick me up and um, just vital in my life. So um, yeah, uh, for sure. I want to say something. Yeah. The Pike Place Market, where one of your shops is, yeah. has flower vendors. Oh. It's like being in Holland. I mean, yes, I've never absolutely. seen anything like it. And the prices are unbelievable. Absolutely. In most, I mean, most what? of the people are growing them themselves. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Oh, it's so wonderful. Yeah. Uh, number four. Four. For our, our friends, um, just how much we miss our friends. Um, it's just, you know, friendships have always been just hugely important to us. Um, we're in contact, you know, via text and emails and Zoom, you know, FaceTiming and all the different things, but um, just nothing beats a hug. You know, my, I'm, I'm still looking forward to hugging, hugging my friends. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think that when we slowly reopen, which mm -hmm. I think we shouldn't be doing until... Oh. No, 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 no. The uh, fall it, or after? Absolutely. Do you think that restaurants and everything will come back? I mean, I, we both read that very, very moving essay by Gabrielle Hamilton, the uh, owner and chef of Prune Restaurant New York, one of your favorites and one of mine. Absolutely. She feels she only wants to reopen a restaurant if large groups can come in yeah. And sort of, it felt like repair the holes that this pandemic yeah. has created. It, it is going to be, it's going to be really interesting to see how this, you know, uh, plays out. I mean, social distancing has been a really big thing right from the very beginning here in Seattle. And certainly now it is everywhere, whether it's a retail store like ours or a restaurant, uh, how that's really going to work in terms of, um, how many tables can be in a restaurant? How That's many people right. can be in my store? Um, and and will know, it will it make economic sense for oh, the oh. owners? To oh, absolutely, absolutely. To you have know, four tables in a space yeah. that used to accommodate twelve. Absolutely, and so um, oh, it just kind of breaks my heart. So um, it's it's going to be a very interesting time for sure. So um, it's. Uh, we have I, I, to be more. Uh, my thought is, we have to be, if we can, more patient. Absolutely. Really, it's another reason why we want to cozy our homes because oh, absolutely, as somebody said, we're not even at the end of the beginning. We're okay. still absolutely. at the beginning. Absolutely. And that's where, um, you know, I think when things start opening up, you know, and people are feeling more comfortable going out, um, you know, doing takeout from these restaurants is just every meal they sell is just really helpful for them. So whether they're, you know, it's in their restaurant or people are taking it out. So um, I, I think that's, it's going to be a new normal. So I just, I don't know how it's going to. Yeah, gonna, I don't know either. Yeah. Number five, I am so Happy you mentioned number five yes. because the okay. president has oh. tried to throw a wrench into the postal system, I guess, because he doesn't want write-in ballots because 
Yes, he's afraid of the outcome, but please tell your number five. And number five is to U.S. Postal Service workers, FedEx delivery people, UPS delivery people. Uh, They are doing just an amazing job, um, always with a smile and um, just just amazing, uh, you know, and they're, you know, they're putting themselves in harm's way and um, they're just, uh, they're doing it. We have relationships with all of our, you know, people that come because we see them each day at the stores. But now it's, you know, I make sure to, um, you know, give them extra thanks and just, you know, there isn't a time that I probably haven't said thank you to them five times during the course of, you know, when they brought something yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just bought $80 worth of stamps oh, yes. from the post office yeah. online. Exactly. Uh, of course, they haven't arrived yet, but okay. That's just a joke. <laughs> but, but the fact is, you know, I intend to write more letters sure. yep. because I love that. Yes. I should say you also sell beautiful stationery. As an aside, but you know, the postal service has been with us since oh. colonial times. Absolutely. How dare we yeah. try to terminate that? It just it doesn't it, it makes zero sense to me. I mean, other than what you said, uh, it's just a part of our day to day. I mean, I, not getting mail that just doesn't even make sense to me at all. No, yeah. and also I look forward to mail. And oh nothing oh. more exciting than a personal letter. Ever. Oh, yeah. uh, I, I've written about that a lot where, um, you know, it's uh, think of the joy that you have when you receive a letter while you're giving that joy back to someone else when you send one. So, um, exactly. and you know, I think sometimes people are, um, they always think it has to be, a letter has to be long form. Well, you know, just notes are even great. A little flat note with, you know, five sentences. It's more the excitement of going to the mailbox and finding something that somebody's taking the time to choose a stamp and handwrite. And it's just a huge joy. Oh, it's a huge joy. It's a huge joy. There are also things called postcards you can send, even when yes. you're not traveling. And that is they, exactly right. Absolutely. Totally. Thinking of you. Yep. It just exactly. a little bit of effort with a stamp and ink. That's it's it. That's exactly right. Totally, totally right. Well, Ted, it's been a total treat talking to you. And Always also seeing you. <laughs> Same. And seeing your beautiful apartment, which I love. Oh, thank you. We'll be right back. And we're back with five things that make life better with me, Lisa Birnbach. But now it's time for my five things. Number one, as of this past week, my exhibits and I now have a regularly scheduled Zoom call. It's so great to see them all together on the screen. And as you may know, Exhibit A has an exhibit of his own who like to come up very close to the computer screen to give us a view of his tonsils or possibly to lick the screen, unclear. Anyway, I hope this is a custom will continue after we're allowed to socialize in person. Number two, I know it's called Words with Friends, but I'm calling it Words with Exhibit C. She asked any of us if we played Words with Friends. We didn't because I don't know why. I never did. But now she and I are playing together. We're pretty well matched. She's won more games than I have, but I'm on a winning streak right now. Number three, 
Roast beef sandwiches. Okay, not just any roast beef sandwiches. My partner and I cooked roast beef last week and we got a second dinner out of it. And then two lunches. This is the new normal. It's a great thing to cook a roast beef and know you have food for days. And I have to say my growth as a cook has grown exponentially since we no longer can eat at restaurants. Number four, food delivery services. I cannot express how indebted I feel towards Fresh Direct and Instacart. I mean, I sort of just did, but in particular, the people who work for those services and do it, you know, a little bit at their own peril, but I hope they're all careful and wear masks and gloves, and I'm sure they do, and I'm grateful. And number five, my brother Jonathan took our mom out for a short drive over last weekend. It was her first time out of her apartment in at least six weeks. They drove over to my building and we had a good socially distanced catch up. I am so grateful to John and I was really comforted by seeing my mother in person. You've been listening to five things that make life better with me, Lisa Birnbach. My guest this week is Ted Kennedy Watson, lifestyle expert, author, curator, and owner of the Seattle-based retail stores, Watson Kennedy Fine Living. You can follow Ted on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Watson Kennedy. His website is at watsonkennedy.com, and he does a daily blog. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Every positive review helps new listeners find us. My blog is at lisabernbach.com where you'll find links and photos to all the things in this program and Ted's very special list for us on how to make your environment more inviting during quarantine. This podcast is produced in New York City by thefieldtv.com. My engineer is Kevin Watkins. My team is Spressa Arucci, Michael Port, Boko Haft, and Sam Haft. Until next week, stay home and act natural. Bye-bye. That was Five Things with Lisa Bernbach. New episodes every Friday, if she remembers.